I'm Diane McBain, and I'm on next on On Screen and Beyond. On Screen and Beyond, an inside look into the entertainment world featuring interviews with people from the movie, TV, and music industry, news on upcoming TV and DVD releases, and the rumor mill. And now, here's the host of On Screen and Beyond, Brian Zemrak. We are ready to roll into another edition of On Screen and Beyond. I'm your host, Brian Zemrak, and this is episode 390 of the weekly show that keeps you updated on what's coming your way as far as upcoming new movies, remakes, sequels, and TV and movie DVD releases, as well as our interview segment with a guest from the movie, TV, or music industry. This week, Diane McBain is going to be joining us. Now, she was on the TV show Surfside 6, and she was in Spin Out with, with Elvis Presley one of his co-stars in that film. And she was in just about every single TV show that you can think of from the 60s and the 70s and into the 80s and all sorts of things. She has a new book out. We're going to talk about that. A whole lot of stuff coming up on this week's episode of On Screen and Beyond. So I hope you're going to be sticking around. Diane will be joining us in a few minutes right here on On Screen and Beyond. And this week, of course, we are looking at December releases in theaters and on Blu-ray and DVD. So... What do you say? Let's get right into it. It's time for Remake Madness. Coming your way. Remakes in theaters in December. Right here on On Screen and Beyond. Remake Madness. Well, not a whole lot coming our way in December in theaters. The remake of 1991's Point Break is going to be hitting theaters on December 25th as a bunch of thrill seekers carry out crimes in a very unusual way. So be sure to check that one out. And that's it for Remake Madness. Coming up next on On Screen and Beyond, we're going to take a peek at upcoming new movies coming your way in December in theaters. Upcoming new movies in theaters in December. Well, it looks like Krampus. That's right. It arrives on December 4th as a horror comedy as a family unleashes the European folklore monster who is the opposite of Santa Claus. And on December 11th, In the Heart of the Sea tells the true life story of a New England whaling ship in 1820 that led to the story of Moby Dick. And also on December 11th, The Big Short stars Christian Bale, Steve Carell, Ryan Gosling, Brad Pitt, Melissa Leo, and Marissa Torme in a story of the global economy melting down. December 18th brings Sisters to the screen with Amy Poehler and Tina Fey. Extraction with Bruce Willis arrives on December 18th. Joy lands in theaters on December 25th with Jennifer Lawrence, Robert De Niro, Bradley Cooper, and Diane Ladd. And this, of course, is a David O. Russell film. And on December 25th, The Revenant with Leonardo DiCaprio as a man left for dead sets out for revenge. Also on December 25th, The Hateful Eight rides into theaters with an all-star cast written and directed by Quentin Tarantino. And let's see, Concussion will star Will Smith on December 25th. Daddy's Home arrives on December 25th with Will Ferrell and Mark Wahlberg as they team up once again as man strives to be the best stepdad ever. But it's complicated by the real dad. And that's it. For upcoming new movies next on On Screen and Beyond, we're going to take a peek at what's coming your way as far as sequels in theaters in December. And it's a big one. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Sequel City coming your way in December in theaters. Well, of course, we all know that uh, on December 18th, Alvin and the Chipmunks, the road chip is coming our way. But the one that everybody is talking about and waiting for on December 18th, Star Wars, The Force Awakens will be coming our way. 
And that's going to be a huge one, so watch out for that. And that's it. Not a whole lot of sequels coming our way in December, but really great movie there, probably. That's it for Sequel City. Coming up next on On Screen and Beyond, what's coming your way as far as TV on DVD? We've got it next. TV on DVD coming your way in December. It looks like December 1st. Fear the Walking Dead Season 1. The Walking Dead Season 5 Limited Edition Blu-ray. December 8th, CPO Sharky, The Best of Season 1. And Family Guy Season 13. Hannibal Season 3. Under the Dome Season 3. And The X-Files Blu-ray Collector Set. December 15th, CSI The Finale. Extrant. Season 2, Marco Polo, Season 1, Teen Wolf, Season 5, Part 1. And on December 22nd, Defiance, Season 3, and The Nanny, Season 5. And on December 29th, Ray Donovan, Season 3, and Shameless, Season 5. That's it for TV on DVD coming your way in December. Well, as far as uh, movies on DVD coming in December, we've got it next. Movies on DVD coming your way in December on December 1st. It looks like 90 Minutes in Heaven with Hayden Christensen is coming your way. Cooties with Elijah Wood, a comedy, <laughs> zombies in the whole works. That'll be coming your way. And Some Kind of Beautiful with Selma Hick is going to be arriving. December 8th, Ant-Man with Paul Rudd. Minions with Sandra Bullock. And The Transporter Refueled is going to be coming your way. December 15th, Fantastic Four with Miles Teller will be arriving. Maze Runner, The Scorch Trials with Dylan O'Brien. And it looks like Mission Impossible, Rogue Nation with Tom Cruise will be coming your way along with Ted 2 with Mark Wahlberg. And on December 22nd, Pan with Hugh Jackman and War Room will be hitting DVD. And Hitman, Agent 47 with Rupert Friend will be arriving. On December 29th, The Perfect Guy with Michael Ely, and it looks like A Walk in the Woods with Robert Redford will be arriving on DVD and Blu-ray. That's it for movies coming your way on DVD and Blu-ray in December. Next on On Screen and Beyond, it's TV and Entertainment Time. TV and Entertainment Time, well, sadly, David Canary, who is known for his role on Bonanza, and on All My Children, as Adam Chandler has passed away. And Fargo has been renewed for a third season over at FX. And that's it for TV and Entertainment Time. Next on On Screen and Beyond, it's Celebrity Birthdays. <laughs> we baked you a birthday cake. If you get it to me, eh? And you moan and groan and woe. Don't forget we told you so. Happy birthday! Celebrity birthdays. Well, on November 29th, Howie Mandel turns 60 and Anna Ferris turns 39. November 30th, Ben Stiller turns 50. December 1st, Bette Midler turns 70 and Woody Allen turns 80. On December 2nd, Britney Spears turns 34 and it looks like Dylan McLaughlin, who was a past guest here at On Screen to Be On. Actually, he was in the first season, one of the first guests we had here at On Screen to Be On. He's turning 22. And on December 3rd, Ozzy Osbourne, crazy train guy, turns 67. And Julianne Moore turns 55. December 4th, Jeff Bridges turns 66. And it's uh, December 5th that Margaret Cho will turn 47. That is it for Celebrity Birthdays. As far as listener birthdays, well, we didn't have any send in for this time. But if you or a friend or a relative is going to be having a birthday, send it to me at feedback at onscreenandbeyond.com. And we will be sure to let everybody know all over the world who's listening to On Screen and Beyond, there's a lot of them, that you are having a happy birthday. And we'll all wish you one. And that's it for Celebrity and Listener Birthdays. And coming up next on On Screen and Beyond, Diane McBain is going to be joining us, one of the 
Elvis leading ladies from the movie Spin Out. Also, she was in Surfside 6 with uh, Van Williams and just uh, so many other TV shows she was on. Uh, it's just just remarkable. Batman, she was uh, Pinky and all sorts of other things that she was on. you gotta got to listen to this one. Diane McBain coming up next. She has a new book out, too. It's right here on On Screen and Beyond. Today's guest on On Screen and Beyond is an actress who is known as one of Elvis's leading ladies in the movie Spin Out. She also was a regular on the hit TV show Surfside 6 and appeared in many other TV shows including Maverick, 77 Sunset Strip, Burke's Law, Batman, The Man from Uncle, Charlie's Angels, and so many others. She currently has a book out called Famous Enough, A Hollywood Memoir. It's Diane McBain. Diane, welcome to On Screen and Beyond. Thank you, Brian. It's lovely to be here. I'm, I'm excited. Diane, looking through your credits, that was TV I grew up with. <laughs> you were I in... Know. <laughs> I, I hate to say this, but that was ancient times, wasn't it? <laughs> oh, but they were good. They were, they were such good shows. <laughs> yes, well, for television, they were really ancient. Um, <laughs> they were really among the, the beginning of, of, you know, television and... Not the very beginning, but certainly a part of that. Oh, um, yeah. 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 So it, it, we were pioneers, so to speak. Yeah, so. that's for sure. Now, yeah. what started you in acting? Is it something that, as a little girl, you were shooting for, or is it just something that developed later on, or how did that come about for you? Well, uh, actually, it, it was more or less accidental, although um, I was a bit of a tomboy when I was young. I loved to climb trees and things like that. And so my grandmother and my mother decided to pool their resources and send me to modeling school to sort of break me of some of those bad habits. <laughs> so <laughs> tree climbing, you know. So um, I did that, and, of course, I was a teenager, and I, I sort of went along with the program because... Every teenager wants to be pretty and, and know how to behave and all that sort of thing. So I, I went to modeling school, and then, I, I, you know, they just kind of uh, pushed me forward. They would get me uh, little jobs here and there, and then the next thing you know, I was talking to uh, commercial agents. And then the next thing you know, I was talking to a theatrical agent. And the next thing you know, I was under contract to Warner Brothers. It, it just sort of progressed that way. It was not something I intentionally uh sent out to do, but I have to tell you that once it began to happen, I certainly didn't stop it. I um, felt very fortunate that uh, that those things were happening in my life because I, I didn't really want to be a secretary or a nurse mm -hmm. or a teacher. Yeah. And those were sort of, those were the, the, the professions available to women at the time. Yeah, so, yeah. Is there anything, was there anything, was there anything that you were thinking about becoming before being an actress? Well, yeah, sure. We had to put our minds to thinking about these things. And I, I guess I, I was thinking I'd be a teacher. And I suppose I probably would have turned out to be a pretty good teacher. But um, uh, it would have taken a lot of time. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was not really ready to be a mature person to leave a classroom <laughs> toward, you know, better life. <laughs> anyway, that, that's another story altogether. <laughs> what did happen is, I'm very happy to say, is what did happen. <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah. Now, do you remember your first, now, like you said, you did modeling and commercials and things like that, but your first mm -hmm. acting role on either a movie or a TV set uh, was, do you remember what your first role was? Well, yeah, even though I didn't actually get credit for it, it was in um, the, the um, A Father Knows Best series. Oh, yeah. And I was with, um, oh, what was the girl's name now? It escapes me. I, um, is it Elaine or something like that? I, I'm sorry. Oh, the, I'm the daughter? One of the daughters? The daughter. Yes, okay. Right, Donahue. Don um, anyway. <laughs> Sometimes names sound funny to me. Anyway, um, yes, I was in a scene with her. I was a, a girlfriend uh, in the school, oh, and okay. uh, we had a little conversation. And that was my very first time to be 
in anything, and uh, I didn't get any screen credit for it, so nobody would know about it except for the Screen Actors Guild who counted it as a part of my mm -hmm. time in the movie business. Now, very good. when you knew you were going to be on that episode, did you get the whole family together and all sit down and watch it? or? Well, sure. Uh, oh, gosh, yes. And I did come from a, a, a close-knit family. So, you know, whatever I did, they were just all, always right in there uh, with me um, for it. So, um, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It was almost like a recital. <laughs> yeah, well, I can imagine. I mean, I, I'm sure that's, that, that's, that's really exciting when, you know, you're starting out and all of a sudden you're on a big show, too. That's, that's a big show to be on. Yeah, well, uh, it was. It was a very big show, and, and I was certainly honored to be on it. And I, was, I guess I was lucky that I actually ended up in it, because so many times, you know, you go and do a, a small part like that, and it ends up on the cutting room floor. Right, yeah. But this one time it didn't, so it was good. Yeah. Mm. Now, <laughs> I'm looking here at some of the other ones here. Maverick. Uh, yeah. And you actually were on there a couple of times, right? Yeah, well, by that time, I, I had graduated from high school, and I was free to, you know, work uh, uh, more in the industry. Um, I think I, I had graduated. I, I may have been in my last year, but anyway, it was pretty close, and, and I was beginning to mature, and the studio was beginning to look at me as a person of interest, Warner Brothers Studio. Mm -hmm. So um, I did uh, several of the Warner Brothers shows. Yeah. And then they, you know, put me under contract. Yeah. Now, you say you were still in high school when you did some of your appearances. Um, mm -hmm. How did the, the the student body react to that? Uh, you know, here you are in high school and they can see you on TV. <laughs> well, yes. And a few of them, that's my closer friends, of course, were very excited for me just as much as my family were. But the other ones, you know, I think, um, you know, there's kind of resistance to um, uh, another student doing so well and being in the public Jealousy, eye. right? I mean, it, you know, it's sort of like this sort of blasé kind of, oh, well, you know, mm -hmm. not so special. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, jealousy. <laughs> <What'd you> yeah. <laughs> yeah, fine. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway, yeah. Hmm. Yeah. But uh, now, of all the shows you've been, you were on, uh, not not talking about Surfside Six, which you were more of a regular on, uh, or you were a regular on, I should say. And, I was, yeah. and some of the other shows that you were on that you were on for more than one time. But all the other ones, the the guest appearances that you were on, is there one that was more memorable to you or more a favorite to you? <sighs> well, I guess. Um... One of the more memorable uh, shows that I did was Hawaii and I, and the reason for that was that we got to go to Hawaii uh, mm. to do the shows. <laughs> That's nice. And, yeah, it was great. Um, and I had wonderful times there and had friends um, in Hawaii by that time. And, um, you know, it was very fortunate to be able to um, return uh, to the islands as often as I was able to. Hmm. Yeah. So that was fun. That was a lot of fun, and I did quite a few of those. I mean, both a couple of them that I did um, in Hawaii, and then, um, of course, the other ones were done. The other time was spent here. Mm -hmm. but, um, well, in, but, yeah. Surfside Six. Now, that was a big show back then, and uh, yeah. in, in fact, we've had uh, one of the other celebrities from that show on here. We've had Van Williams on as a guest. Oh. Yeah, Van. He he was such a sweetheart. I really always loved Van and and his wife. And he was such a family guy, you know, mm -hmm. um, which I really admired about him at that time when he was so tempted, you know, to I'm sure. not be. <laughs> <laughs> and he was gorgeous. Oh my gosh! <laughs> so. Um, yes, no, I adored him, uh, and, you know, if you ever have a chance, say hi to him for me. I, yeah. You know, I haven't talked to him in years. Mm -hmm. Now, how did you get on Surfside 6? Is this one of the ones that they, they put you on, or were you, did you audition for it, or what? No, no, they put it, they put me on it. Um, I'm not quite sure exactly why they did, um, but they did assemble 
the cast that they assembled. It was put together by the studio. We were under contract, uh, Troy and Van and uh, Lee Patterson um, were the three uh, male stars, and then myself and Margarita Sierra were the female stars. And um, Margarita was the singer-dancer in the Boom Boom Room at the Fontainebleau Hotel, and I was uh, the debutante on the boat next door, the yacht next door, of course. Mm-hmm. Not just an ordinary boat, it had to be a yacht. Right. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> so um, they were a bunch of detectives who um, operated out of a houseboat right, right across the street from the Fontainebleau, and that was the premise of the uh, show. And uh, we had a lot of time because we, a lot of fun because we went to um, Miami to um, do the background shots and to, you know, get the shots of us crossing the road from one place to another and Mm -hmm. going in and out of the the, uh, houseboat and in and out of the hotel and all of those things that that they do for background. Yeah. And they go back to the studio and they those they fill those in oh so did they like take did they take you for like a week to go out there or whatever yeah it was a couple of weeks a couple of weeks and they just filmed different things yeah yeah just um a a lot of outdoor shots and they tried to get us in as many different wardrobe pieces as possible because they didn't want to have a limited wardrobe back at the studio um, so, uh, and of course the guys didn't have to worry too much about wardrobe. They just put on their bathing suits. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> and their chest was great. So, um, but we girls, we had to be in, you know, different costumes. Uh, hmm. Not costumes so much, but just outfits. Yeah. Know, that was appropriate for the time. Yeah. So were they specific to an episode you would be on or were they just general shots that they would fill in later on? Well, just general. Okay. I suppose they may have had some ideas about what they were going to be doing. They mm-hmm. may have had some scripts already written, but these were to be background shots for, oh, okay. for all scripts. Yeah, that's interesting. How <laughs> in they did in that. the next year, yeah, yeah, that's the way they did it. Yeah. Later on, you became uh, several episodes on Seventy Seven Sunset Strip as a as a uh, Carla Stevens on that one. And, yeah, Connie was on that. Yeah, she was also on Hawaii, Hawaiian Eye when I was on it. But, uh, yeah, Connie and I worked together um, quite a lot. Um, when I first met Connie, she was actually dating an actor that I was working with in a little stage play in Glendale. And um, she hadn't done much of anything at all at that point. Um, and I, I didn't, I don't know, I can't say that we became close friends or anything. We were more associates and friendly associates. Right. Yeah. 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 And um and then, you know, we both kind of ended up at Warner Brothers Brothers at the same time and ended up in Parrish, of course. <laughs> so together. So yeah. um Parish and uh Hawaiian Eye and uh Sunset Strip. Uh, there were quite a few things that uh, we were in together. And then I find it interesting. Connie has actually been a guest too on on my show, but um, uh, they on one of the episodes that you were on, or several part one, part two, part three, and, and the conclusion, they uh, they gave you the name of Carla Stevens. Really? Yeah, I mean, I'm just reading. It's not that I know this, but believe me, I'm just reading. Boy, talk about trivia. Yeah, I know. But yeah, they named you Carla Stevens, and it was funny because Connie Stevens was on the show. So I just. Right, right. So it must have been an unconscious thing on the part of the writer. Yeah, yeah. Huh. Yeah, it's. Uh, I, I didn't know if there was some story behind that, why they did that, so that's why I brought it up. Not that I'm aware of. No. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I don't expect to believe it. I don't expect you to remember every single character name that you were. <laughs> I mean, no, I don't remember. No. Other than Surfside I'm, I'm Six. I'm always shocked when I do remember. Right. <laughs> I figured Surfside Six, you would remember your name on that one because, you know, that you oh, were yeah. regular. But, uh, yeah, yeah, no, the other ones. You know, Daffy. Daphne. Daphne, yeah. 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 And, uh, like Burke's Law, you, you had several. Uh, you weren't the same character on all the episodes you were on on there, so yeah, I'm That's sure you. Right, don't. I was always different. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
But it's just amazing the amount of uh, shows that you were on. I know it's a prodigious amount of work. When I look at the 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 shows all listed as as they are in the book, I mean Michael did that. I thought that was a little excessive, but he listed every single uh, episode of uh, Surfside 6 that I was in, for instance. Hmm. And um, so it lines up uh, to be an enormous uh, body of work uh, during that period of time that oh, I was yeah. there, which was really only about four years, four and a half years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And like I'm you said... take a bite of something, or if I chew, I hope you don't mind. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> and, and like you said, um, the... Uh, it's it's a it's a large amount of work that you did, but for you, it was I'm sure I would think anyways that it was you were just going out and doing your job, your daily job, and you don't really have time to think about oh look I'm on 77 Sunset Strip this time or I'm on uh, uh, you know Hawaiian Eye. I really had time to to watch them at all. I mean, my parents kept track, but I I think I was probably too busy to see many of them. Um, there's a lot uh, that I haven't seen um, of the work that I did mm-hmm. then and later as well. It's just, you know, somehow or another it never worked out that I got to see the, the production, you know, uh, in its final fo- final form. Yeah. Have you ever so, yeah. Have you ever watched a show all of a sudden and, and there you are <laughs> and you didn't even realize you were, you know, you were in that show? Mm-hmm. No, that hasn't happened. Yeah. No. Huh. Mm-mm. Yeah. <laughs> now, you were also doing movies uh, at that time too, as you're coming into Spin Out with Elvis. How, how how did that come about? Well, I was not under contract anymore, and I had um, a pretty good agent at the time, and um, they were looking for somebody to play the part of Diana Sinclair. And um, actually, Chippy Hedren had um, apparently been considered for the role, but she turned it down. Um, and I, you know, uh, was considered, and I accepted it, as I thought it would be great fun to work with Elvis. I mean, my goodness, he was the king <laughs> of rock and roll, and mm-hmm. my, you know, it was a, a, a fun opportunity. It wasn't a great opportunity as far as film is concerned, you know, being a film actress and all that right. sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah. but it was a fun opportunity, and I, I really in, uh, was excited about it, very yeah. excited. Were you an Elvis fan? No, not particularly. I I didn't dislike him, although in the early years when he was, first came out, I, I was a bit of a prude <laughs> early on. Um, but that was very early. I was a very young teen at the time. And, um, you know, he was on those shows and wiggling his hips, and we all were going, oh, my God, look at what he's doing. (laughs) (laughs) But um, later, I certainly learned to appreciate him because the music that he did was really good. Mm -hmm. And um, and by the time I worked with him, of course, I I did appreciate him. I appreciated him for a lot of different reasons. And um, and so I was excited to be able to work with him, you know. Now, how did I've had several uh, actresses who who were uh, with Elvis on on screen, and uh, they all gave us their opinion of Elvis. How did you find Elvis? What was he like? Well, I thought he was very charming and kind and generous and um, well prepared. He was fun to work with. He, um, I, I always had a good time with him. Um, and my personal experience with Elvis on the set had more to do with spirituality because he was um, very much into that sort of thing at the, at the time, mm-hmm. and so was I. And so we would sit on the, the set and share the books that we were reading and, you know, get excited about, you know, experiences and things like that. But, yeah. um, and it, it just really was um, a very cool relationship. I was really glad to have had that kind of a relationship with him. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a little bit different from some other people's, but that's okay. Yeah. I, I didn't mind. Well, <laughs> mo- most of the people that I've talked with have said that he, he was very much a gentleman. Oh, gosh, yes. 
Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, you wouldn't, you wouldn't think that sometimes because, you know, wild rock and rollers and all this stuff, but they, they've all said that he was such a gentleman. Yeah, well, it was that good Southern uh, upbringing, I think. He, his mom bringing up, bring him up good. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> yeah. that, that, that's not really Southern, is it? No. <laughs> <laughs> you can cut that out. <laughs> that didn't sound very good. <laughs> but his mother did bring him up well. Yeah. I would have to say that, yes. Hmm. And, uh... Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Now, after you did that movie, uh, or maybe right around the same time you were doing it, you were on probably one of the most popular shows on TV at that time that everybody seemed to be wanting to be on, even though it was... Now, of course, now you, we watch the show, and it's it's like, wow, <laughs> this isn't what I remember when I was a kid, but Batman. Every, oh, Batman. Oh, sure. Everybody wanted, it seemed like all the celebrities were wanted to be on that show, and, and a lot of them were. And they were. It was a great show to be on. I, I was fortunate enough to be on it twice. In right. Two, two different roles, yes. Yeah. And um, I worked on The Mad Hatter, which was a lot of fun. I was his girlfriend, his chill. Mm-hmm. And um, in, uh, then I did a show. It was Batman and the Green Hornet. They brought them together in this particular show. Um, and uh, so, and, and Van Williams, yes. as you know, yeah. was the Green Hornet. And so I was Pinky Pinkston, mm-hmm. and I owned the Pink Stamp Factory. And you know, the the, the villains were trying to. Um, you know, steal my stamps and, and you know, and turn the vill- and turn the heroes into stamps themselves. So, oh, it was a very big plot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> With Van there, must have been like old home time coming back. It was, it was. Yeah, he was such a cool guy. I really liked him a lot, and and you know, it was always good to work with him. I worked with him quite a few times, and um, not just. Or site six, but we did uh, the caretakers, mm-hmm. yep. um, and what else? Well, my goodness, so, well then this and it, just you know, I I kept running into him, and, and, and there was no intent on our part that in that respect. But boy, you know, our careers certainly did dovetail at times. Yeah, so yeah. Good. Mm-hmm. And then then you were also on another another favorite of mine, you know, Batman was one, of course, but uh, the Man from Uncle that was another one, and uh, you you yeah. I, in fact, to be honest, the uh, just the other day I I have the whole collection, so I happen to be watching it, and all of a sudden there you are. <laughs> oh, hello. <laughs> yeah, I was in that show. That was a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah. that was a, that was a good show. Um, I remember Ilya Kiryakin. Yes, yes. <laughs> that character. And of course, um, hmm. and now, of course, I can't remember his real name because of <laughs> that silly name that he had right. um, in that show. <laughs> anyway, um, but he was he was a lot of fun to work with, too, yeah. Yeah. Had a good time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, of course, we could go on and on because you <laughs> you, you were on so many more shows, but... Uh, uh, well, yeah, it gets to be a little repetition. Right. Sorry about that. <laughs> no, 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 it's just, I mean, you're... you're Credits are just like I said, so many different shows. I mean, even in the the eighties, you were on uh, Eight Is Enough and Dallas and and Matt Houston and and Charlie's Angels and Hawaii Five O and like I say, you know, it, it just goes on of all the great shows that you were in. But mm-hmm. yeah. um, now uh, you have a book out. I do. And uh, what made you decide to to write a book? <laughs> Well, let me see. <laughs> um, well, first, 
and foremost was that everybody um, I knew always said, oh, Diane, you have such great stories. You should write a book. Mm-hmm. And I always thought, well, yeah, I do. I certainly have a lot of great stories. I have an interesting life, and maybe it would be worth writing down at some point. But I couldn't really decide on what the book would be about. Because, I mean, I wasn't, you know, a superstar. Mm-hmm. I didn't, you know, break through, you know, the great um, uh, wall uh, into e- eternal knowledge, people knowing about you. I can't think of the right words for that. But anyway, no, I didn't break through that at all. Uh, so, um, you know, I'm going to be uh, a very forgettable actress. <laughs> um, and but, but the career I did have was, was incredible. So I had to, you know, figure out what it would be, what the story would be. I mean, you can't just make uh, a book about experiences unless those experiences lead you somewhere. Mm-hmm. Unless, I mean, if you want to be boring, you could do that. But I didn't want to be boring. So um, I finally decided on a theme. It took me a long time. Probably too long. I mean, I might have been able to do better in the publishing world had I not waited so long um, because it became even more obscure as time went on. But then I did decide. And once I did decide, I was able to sit down and start writing. And I did. I wrote and I wrote and I wrote and I wrote. And it finally began to come together as a, a real story. And, um, you know, I... I I was pretty satisfied with it in many ways. But then Michael came along, and he had just had his um, book about Sal Minio um, mm-hmm. published and was doing very well with it. He was nominated for a National Book Award and things like that, so he was doing really well. And he said that he wanted to follow up his book on Sal Minio with um, something um, that was, you know, almost finished. And he had read my stuff, and... And he thought it was pretty good, but he felt like he could fill in a lot of empty spaces, you know, things, things, career moves, things that I did that I just never thought about when I was writing it. Yeah. And so he filled, he did, he took the, the, the story, he edited, you know, uh, quite a lot, which was, it needed. And he also um, added, you know, so much of the uh, detail. I mean, I, it, when you go through... There's a, there's a couple of chapters, I don't know how many chapters, but anyway, there's a certain amount of this book is devoted to my career. And it's like one thing after another. It's exhausting for me to read it, <laughs> much less having done it, you know, yeah. because it was a lot of work. And then, but it then led to other things in my life. It led to relationships. It led to travel. It led to... Um, good things, and it led to bad things. Mm-hmm. There were bad things that happened. And so um, I wanted to talk about that, too, because this isn't just a good, you know, Time Charlie story. This yeah. is about real life. And um, so I added all of that, and, I, and Michael and I worked on it for a long time, and then we finally were able to uh, get it published. And um, so now the book has been out a couple of years, um, but it isn't an old story. <laughs> it's it's a good story. Mm-hmm. I want to promise you that if you should happen to buy the book, you will be pleased. Most of the people who read it um, seem to be very pleased. So, I've, I've seen a lot of good reviews. Yes, it does get good reviews. And I've had personal experiences of people running up to me and saying, I, I didn't just read your book, I... I digested it, or mm-hmm. I mean, that's some of the uh, adjectives that they use, just <laughs> adverbs and adjectives that they use, are are very um, exciting, and, and and it's very flattering, you know, yeah. that people will will say things like that. So, is yeah, it is it hard? I think it's pretty good. It's, is it hard? Like you said, it's not just the good; it's the bad. Uh, is it yeah. hard to write about the bad like that? Well, yes and no. Um, it's cathartic. Um, those those kinds of um, exercises are even recommended by psychiatrists. Mm-hmm. You know, go home and write in your journal. You know about 
what happened to you and and you know ferret it out and get it out on the page so that you're um, not just running it through your mind endlessly and that's a very good exercise and so whenever I was able to do that and I was able to do that quite a few times with um, uh, certain things that um, had happened um, uh, uh, there was a, a, a couple of rapes and things like that so mm-hmm. yeah. those were things that I had written about before um, I was had uh, written an article for um, Cosmo, the Cosmopolitan magazine at one point mm-hmm. published there so um, but, but I had a, a lot of good chances to to go through that process of of getting that out of my system, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and it's a good thing to do. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, it's, yeah. you know, it's, it's, those are the types of books that um, we have a lot of people here who are actors and actresses who come on our show and talk about their books. And obviously there's, you know, thousands and thousands of people who listen to this show and they want to hear your stories. And, uh, you know, uh, I applaud you for, for writing a book, uh, for one thing. And, of course, I'm happy that you came on the show to talk about it. Uh, it's, it's just so nice to, to have you on. And uh, that Pleasure. this is what our people who listen to our show want to hear. They want to hear your stories. And all they have to do now is go uh, to, um, I imagine it's on Amazon, correct? It is definitely on Amazon, and it's in hardcover and softcover and uh, electronic. Mm-hmm. So any any way you want to read it, it's available. And um, I don't know how much it is selling for at the moment because I haven't looked recently. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But um, it shouldn't be too terribly expensive. And, um, yeah. And, oh, and... You know, if you want me to sign your book to you personally, you can go to my uh, Facebook page. And there's two Facebook pages. You have to find the right one. It's the colorful one. That's the one. Okay, so that's my Facebook page, and that's the active page. And uh, all you do is request to uh, get a signed copy of my book, and you'll get an address to send to... And then I will get that, and I will send you a signed copy personally. I have the copies right here. I've already purchased them. I have them in stock. So all I have to do is sign them personally to you and send it to you. So that's a possibility. Yes. Anybody who would like to do that. That's great. What what we'll do, Diane, when we post this up, um, we will put uh, a link right to your Facebook page. So people Excellent. can just click on that. It'll take them right there, and they can uh, see see the information and uh, go ahead and uh, purchase the book from you. Okay, great. That That's super. Um, ab- about the two uh, Facebook pages, I started one a long time ago, and I didn't know how to do it. So it just... <laughs> And then I didn't know the password anymore, so I don't know how to get rid of it. <laughs> I know. Don't you hate having so many passwords? I, it, it drives me up a wall. <laughs> oh, I hate that. And, of course, I'm not organized enough to actually write them down. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I trust my memory. Yeah. It's, it's worthless at this point. <laughs> well, Diane, I'd like to finish up with two final questions that take us away from your movies, your TV shows, your books, and all the acting that you did. And it's more of a a personal thing. Uh, When you sit back and relax, what are your favorite TV shows now and of the past? And what are your favorite movies now and of the past? Oh, my. Well, I'm not a big fan of television shows right now. Mm -hmm. I guess if I were going to watch any of them, it would be like NCIS or, oh, I do like um, Madam Secretary. I think that's a good show. Mm -hmm. Um, There are some HBO shows that I, well, there was one that I liked a lot with uh, The Newsroom. Yes. Um, I think that's what it was called. Yes, The Newsroom. Mm -hmm. I love that show. I thought that was excellent. But most of my time is spent watching um, uh, news, politics, current events, things like that, or, you know, science channels, um, you know, things like that. I, I just, I'm more interested in reality now mm-hmm. than I am interested in fantasy. So that's what I sort of stick to, yeah. Well, I, now, this is an extra question here I'm going to pop in here, and, and you don't have to answer it if you don't want to. 
if if you're into politics and everything, who do you think will end up being the uh, Republican nominee and who will be the Democratic nominee? <laughs> well, I'm going to be really diplomatic and say it's far too early to tell, <laughs> Brian. <laughs> that's what the pundits do. They punt. <laughs> yeah, that's the safest thing to say. <laughs> that's right. But I love kind of guessing. And wouldn't it be great fun to see um, Hillary Clinton and Carly Fiorina Square off, yeah, <laughs> against each other. Wouldn't that be just a, a hoot? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh dear. Of course, it would make it maybe too interesting. <laughs> <laughs> but so, uh, you know, Donald Trump. My goodness, if he keeps going the way he does, he may end up being the Republican nominee. Yeah, I mean, I, you never know. To imagine, but. He could do it. Yeah, you never know what's going to happen. It's you know. No, yeah. you just don't. I mean, people get enamored with success, mm-hmm. and he certainly has that. He can show it off. He hardly does anything, and he's successful. Right? You know? Yeah. <laughs> he just stands there and speaks. <laughs> so, so getting back oh. to the original question, yeah. uh, the yeah. second one was uh, movies. What are your favorite movies now and of the past? Oh. Do you have a favorite movie that you have? Um, favorite movie at the moment, right now? Or if not, if there's no nothing special that you can think of now? Mm, uh, not really. You know, I, I live in a mountain community now. Mm-hmm. And we getting to the movies is really hard. And uh, we so, you know, we end up watching them on Netflix and right. things like that. And yep. I just don't end up watching a lot of movies somehow or another. I like to watch the Academy Award nominees because... That's more interesting to me. Right. Um, and, you know, last uh, last year's um, award-winning uh, bird, um, um, what was it called? Uh, Birdman. <laughs> Birdman. Yep. Birdman, yeah. Mm-hmm. I thought it was really excellent. And, of course, I, I loved uh, the, the movie uh, that the uh, Academy Award Best Actor um, was in, which was um, a moment in, was it a moment in time? Or what was this? What was it called now? Um, about uh, Stephen Hawking. Oh, yeah, The Theory of Everything. The Theory of Everything, I'm yes. sorry. Yes, yeah. He did um, an incredible he, job doing that film. Oh, goodness gracious. The it way he amazing. crippled up and everything, it was like, wow, oh, this guy is incredible. Yeah. <laughs> he really did. He really did a fabulous job on that. But I also thought that Michael Keaton was excellent in the film that he did. And the difference between the two, in my opinion, my humble opinion, was that the one actor um, had, we didn't know him at all. Right. The one who played hockey. And, and so he didn't have to overcome our knowledge and our memories of him right. to do this role. He just became that role, and we accepted it immediately. But Michael Keaton has a history in film, mm-hmm. and you had to kind of look past him to see this character. And he was able to pull that off so amazingly well, and he and he did a fabulous job. And I kind of regret that he was not the one who got the Academy mm-hmm. Award because it was kind of like his last chance. Right. Yeah. The other guys, you know, yeah, starting out. You know, so. What about old? Anyway, movies? that's uh, go ahead. What about old movies? Any old movies? Older movies? Older movies. Um, I there are so many that I have loved over the years, although I, I couldn't think of one now. Uh, it is a tough ask, question. You know, it really is. <laughs> it is kind of tough. Um, let me see. Where, oh, all right. One movie that I have fairly recently uh, said to myself, gee, now that is one of my favorite movies of all time. And that was the one about the tiger in the boat. Oh, yes. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I'm, yes. uh, was it pie? Um, uh, 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 yes, The Life of Pi. Yes, yes. I thought that was an amazing film. And he did an amazing job of uh, taking that book and bringing it to life. I thought he just did a terrific job. Hmm. So, um, anyway, I thought that deserved... Um, what I, it got an award, didn't it? Didn't Academy Award or some sort? Uh, it must have gotten sure. something. Yeah. yeah. Right. Um, but anyway, that's one of my very favorites. All right, well... Diane, um, but one thing I got to tell you is is that I, I go to the movies fairly often, but uh, nowadays it's it's I, I I regret not regret going, but I, I 
I'm kind of leery about going because they've put in those new seats that are recliners. <laughs> oh, <laughs> and I fall asleep. Yes. So. <laughs> Do. Oh, well, that's not good. I don't like but those. Don't get those. into the recliner. Yeah. They have couches, too, don't they? Oh, yeah. They're too comfortable. <laughs> well, they are awfully comfortable. Oh, that reminds me. One of my very favorite films this year is The Woman in... Is it The Woman in Gold? I haven't yeah. seen that one. It's really good with Helen Mirren. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Wonderful performance. Oh. Wonderful. She's really, really good in that. Yeah, it's a very good movie. Very, very engaging film. Hmm. Well, Diane, I, I, <laughs> I want to thank you so much for sharing with us and taking the time. I know you, you have things you would probably rather be doing, but <laughs> I, I appreciate well, it. No, not really. I mean, you're very charming, and I enjoy talking to you. So no problem. I've enjoyed being with you. A big thank you going out to Diane McBain for joining us here at On Screen and Beyond. Another Elvis leading lady here at On Screen and Beyond. We've had quite a few of them. If you go back in our rerun section, you can find them all. At some point, I think I'm going to feature them all together on our uh, featured uh, past guests on the front page of On Screen and Beyond. If you're uh, you know checking out onscreenandbeyond.com, go to our rerun section, and you can find every single one of our episodes with interviews with these great guests that we've had over the years, uh, going back nine years. So it's, they're all there, and you can hear them. Of course, you can go on iTunes, too. I don't know if they have them all. We've put them up there, but sometimes it doesn't work quite right over there. So I don't know what they're doing, but uh, it's not perfect all the time. But anyways, we've got a lot of guests here, and we hope you've enjoyed every single one of them. And I really enjoy your emails that you're sending to me. And uh, everybody, so many people are listening to On Screen and Beyond. Tell some friends about it because there's, you know, there's got to be somebody on here, whether it's an older actor and actress or a newer one, a new show that you're watching or a new movie that you've seen. We've had so many here at On Screen and Beyond, and I'm sure they'd enjoy listening to them. So uh, tell a friend. That's a good way to spread the word about On Screen and Beyond. All right, that is it. That's a wrap for this week. So until next week, when we once again take you on screen and beyond, I'm Brian Zemrak. Take care. <laughs>